The Sons of Liberty is a politically neutral organization. We believe that the Judeo-Christian ethic has provided the principles upon which this nation was founded. It is our belief that these principles provide not only the foundation and framework for American government and society, but are also essential to the maintenance of a fair and just society. All program content is based on a Christian biblical worldview. One of you said to me recently that we shouldn't rock the boat. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you that I am a boat rocker. I will not wear the mask. 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 I will not wear a mask. I will not get the vaccine. I will not get the vaccine. And I will not get the vaccine. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will resist evil. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. I will submit to God. In the Lord, I will praise his word. In God, I have put my trust, and I will not be afraid. Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you. Do not hide your face from me in the day. For the Lord is the great God, and the great King above all. Rise up, O judge of the earth. Render punishment to the proud. Lord, how long will the wicked, how long will the wicked chime? Righteousness and justice are the foundation of this I hate the work of those who fall away. With my mouth I will make known your faithfulness to all generations. For I have said, mercy shall be built up forever. Your faithfulness you shall stand. On an instrument of ten strings, on the lute and on the harp, with harmonious sound. For you, O Lord, have made me glad through your works. I will you, triumph Lord, in the works of your are on high forevermore. For behold, your enemies shall perish. All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. I will defy tyrants. 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 And with that, good morning, America. Welcome Christians, conservatives, constitutionalists, liberals, libertarians, communists, Islamists, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ people. All the boat rockers are in the house and anybody else I may have missed to the Sons of Liberty Radio show here on Red State Talk Radio. We use the Bible and the Constitution not to see who's on the right or the left, but who is on the straight and narrow. I'm your host, Tim Brown, coming to you live from the U.S.-occupied state of South Carolina, the editor at SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. And for our Muslim friends, I'm the infidel that Allah warns you about. I hold to the book, the Bible, as the authoritative word of God. Glad that you guys have joined us here this morning. If you'd like to check us out online, please do so, SonsOfLibertyRadio.com and also SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. In fact, if you're listening by way of Red State Talk Radio... You'll want to watch the video portion of the radio show. That's right. You can see the faces made for radio. Head over to sonsoflibertymedia.com, sonsoflibertymedia.com. Right side of the page there, click on the play button. You'll get the live feed, and then uh, click on the little rumble icon in the bottom right-hand corner of that, and join us in the chat. We've got a lot of friends over there. We've got a lot of friends coming over into DLive. You guys are uh, <clears throat> helping Mr. Words- <laughs> Wordsworth uh, not feel so lonely over there. <laughs> It's good to see you guys over there, too. 
Um, so lots of friends over there at DLive as well. And uh, by the way, we're not just streaming on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. We are on uh, DLive.tv at The Sons of Liberty. We're on uh, BeforeIt'sNews.com, top of the page there. Sons of Liberty Radio Live on Rumble. And also Twitch at Setting Brush Fires. Anybody over there, occasionally we get somebody that's Draggles in over on, on Twitch. And then if you've got a Roku device, we're on uh, Cutting Edge TV over there. Left side of the page is Bradley. Bradley was running a little bit behind. I covered the first part of the show, but that's not videoed. So he had a former heavyweight champion wrestler. You know, we talk about the WWE. And that's one of the funny things, uh, you know, that the WWE is a good explanation for what politics are today. It really is. It is a show. It is entertainment. To entertain people right out of their liberty. That's exactly what it is. And it doesn't matter too much which country you're in these days. There are a few that have some representatives uh, that are at least making the effort to stand for the people. And we applaud those guys. Um, but, uh, but yeah, he was uh, Nikita Koloff. He was the guy who was on with uh, Bradley. So he's had the two wrestlers, Jesse Ventura and Nikita Koloff. I, you know, I remember these guys from when I was a kid. This is the funny thing. Uh, it's the funny thing to see now. Uh, right up under where we're streaming live on SonsOfLibertyMedia.com is where you can sign up for our email newsletter. Remember, you can get one email a day, no spam, no selling of your email and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, that keeps up with all of the articles that we have. I'm going to mention some of those in a minute from, from Bradley, myself, and, and our contributors, for which we're very thankful for. And then also, if you would like to help us, there's a donate button at the top of the page, SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. You can make a one-time donation or you can become a son or daughter of liberty. That's our monthly supporters, and we're appreciative of, of both. Uh, and those who can't financially support us, so many of you pray for us. Many of you come in here every day. You listen to the show. You tune in on the video platforms. Uh, we're very appreciative of you. Some of it, some of you organize so you can bring Bradley into your city uh, to give the presentation on our Christian constitutional heritage. And it seems like every time that you guys do that, the crowds grow. I see the pictures. I'm, I'm not able to go to California or Michigan or any of these places due to the restraints I have of doing what I do here in my own neck of the woods. But I see the images that come back, and it seems like those crowds grow more and more each time he comes in. So be sure to check that out. Also at SonsLibertyMedia.com, we have a uh, store, and a lot of the products are things that you guys have asked for. Now, this one isn't. This is uh, the My War comic book. It's the testimony of Bradley Dean. Again, this is done by former DC Comics artist Danny Bulinardi. Bulinardi, excuse me. And um, they're normally $12. These are high quality. I'm telling you. You haven't seen a comic book like this. You really haven't. It's well done. It's not cheap. You ever you ever seen that cheap quote unquote Christian stuff? This is not cheap Christian stuff. <laughs> it's really not. Uh, Bradley doesn't do anything uh, as far as any of this stuff right here. Halfway, it just doesn't do it. These are normally twelve dollars. This week you can get them through Saturday night at midnight with a promo code Comic Twenty Five. The number twenty five, one word, Comic Twenty Five. You'll get 25% off of that if you want to pick that up. And then, of course, our Dangerous Freedom T-shirts. I don't have the artwork, guys, on the long sleeves, so I can't sell them, you know, have them up there so you can get them yet. Uh, but the short sleeves are available. Thomas Jefferson, I prefer Dangerous Freedom over Peaceful Slavery shirts. And they're nice-looking shirts. And I'm told that I will be receiving one next week, Lord willing. Yeah. <laughs> when I see Bradley, they're going to throw them in the mail, throw me one in the mail. Like, you guys are coming down, so anyway, I'll, I'll be wearing that. Not that you can see anything on my shirts. See, I, I have my shirts, my coward shirts on today, too, um, but uh, because of the, the camera angle. But in any case, uh, 
here we are. We're at Thursday. I mean, I tell you, where, where does the weeks go? And for all of you people who are younger, you know, if you're in your 30s or 40s, you get kind of an idea of what I'm talking about, about how life is in fast forward. You've already passed that sort of 18 to 21 year old kind of thing. And you recognize things have speeded up when you get in your 40s and into your 50s. It's like, where did the week go? (laughs) What what happened? You know, uh, and all of that. In any case, uh, we're here on Thursday. I've got several things that I want to talk about. So I've got a lot of stuff open. We're going to just play a lot of video. We're going to talk about some things that's, that's going on in our country right now and apply that over where things are happening there in Canada. But real quickly, just a couple of things from SonsOfLibertyMedia.com. Americans need to be more concerned with the situation in Canada than what's happening in Ukraine. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, I got videos today showing the tanks and things crossing a particular border over there in, uh, uh, in near Ukraine, um, <clears throat> allegedly Russian troops and such. It's on the other side of the world, folks. Oh, Tim, you just don't understand that. No, I understand. I understand you get your attention diverted from the tyranny here to go chase alleged tyranny over there. That's what you do. You get your attention focused away from what you need to be dealing with. You have a tyranny, and we're going to talk about this in a little bit, that's attacking your children. And you're worried about what is happening on the other side of the world? Come on. Deal with the tyrants here at home. That's what we need to do. Okay? Yeah, wait till I'm in my 60s, Jeff. (laughs) Yeah, we'll do that. Uh, Also at SonsLibertyMedia.com, a local sheriff is not too happy about Biden dumping 16,000 Afghans in his backyard. Well, he should have stood up and said, no, we're not taking them here. You can send them somewhere else. He has that authority to tell him to go jump in the lake. This is not hard to understand. Sheriff Michael Chapman of Loudoun County in Northern Virginia. Two states up from me. Excuse me. Is raising questions about the Department of Homeland Security's decision to temporarily house 16,000 Afghans, more than 1,000 per month, for the next seven months. And you can guarantee it's going to go on beyond that. In a local convention center not far from two local schools. Yeah, what could go wrong here? Chapman raised questions about the decision in a press release after he says he was contacted by members of DHS's Federal Protective Service and given the news. Chapman highlighted the DHS's lack of planning, saying, well, yeah, they don't have any planning except to dump these people, bring them in and dump them off. That's what they have. They're bringing an invasion, people. You need to understand that. And I recognize some of these people are literal refugees. They're not... They're not involved in trying to change anything politically. They just want to live their lives, and they've been caught up. And then some of them are not. You know they're not. You know well they're not. They're here to establish another nation, and they're building on the growth. Because these people believe in having children, by the way, church. They believe in having children. If they can't beat you politically, they'll sure outnumber you in the course of time. And the church sits back with their 1.253 children, thinking they're fulfilling the Great Commission, thinking they're fulfilling the Dominion Mandate, and they're being overrun. They've lost their saltiness. They're good for nothing to be trampled under the feet of men, is what Jesus says. That's just one area of it, is in the, the area of children. And it's not just those coming from Afghanistan. It's coming from Mexico. It's coming from South America. It's coming from all over 
those people have a different view of family. They grow family. They don't limit it. A follow-up conference call with a senior member of FEMA occurred the following day where he raised concerns about DHS's lack of communication, lack of planning, language barriers, and failure to communicate with a myriad of potential stakeholders and the NCC's unfenced proximity to a residential neighborhood and two public schools. Chapman pushed his list of follow-up questions and DHS's unsatisfactory responses in his press release. Okay, well, Sheriff Michael Chapman... Why don't you get your deputies down there? Why don't you deputize the men of the county? And why don't you surround the place where they're planning on bringing these people in and say you're not bringing them in here and push them back? And why don't you get some guts and use the authority you have that the people have given you in your county? Quit questioning these people about doing what they don't have authority to do. And they don't have authority to be doing it. This is exactly why. Some of you thought I was being a little crude or rude or lawless or whatever, when I said, you know, if I was a governor of a state, the first thing I'd want to do is get every federal agency out of my state. They have no business being in the states at all. And it's not because I may not like personalities within those things. It's You need to get them out. They have no business in your states. The states are sovereign countries in and of themselves. They don't act like it, but that's what they are. SonsLibertyMedia.com, Perpetual Tyranny. This is from uh, the latest from John Whitehead. And I always love to read John Whitehead's stuff. Perpetual Tyranny. Endless wars are the enemy of freedom. If you don't get that, that reference there, that's a reference back to Orwell. You remember that? He has the two countries. They're fighting each other. We're allies with one. Uh, what was it? Your Oceania and East Asia. I forget what the things were. It's been a long time since I read it. But they had them. One of them you're allied with. The other one's your enemy. And then a few years down the road, one of the, the other one who is your enemy becomes your ally, and the, the one you had as the ally becomes the enemy. It's WWE. Isn't that what happens there? The best buddies, they're, they're wrestling and stuff, and all of a sudden they get ticked off at each other, and then they become enemies, and then they have to get new people. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And who loses? The people lose. You lose your sons, your daughters, your, aunt, your aunts, your uncles, your cousins. You lose all these people, and you lose your liberty in the process because they're going to clamp down on you. Oh, there could be some of those people that we're fighting against here. Remember the Japanese, how they rounded them up? Innocent people in there? Yep, that's exactly it. That is exactly it. Now, real quickly, let me touch on this issue of the truckers in the United States. And some of you have already heard some of the concerns I have over it, okay? Um, I want to make clear, I support them in, their, in protesting. Absolutely support them in their protesting. Just like I did the Canadians. Just like I do any of these people throughout the other countries of the world. Of course, in the other countries of the world, it's much smaller. They're much smaller countries, and so it has a greater impact. When you're in the United States, it's a big landmass. It's sovereign states. And so it's going to work a little different. It really is going to work a little different. The thing with the Canada truckers is it was spontaneous. It was very quickly put together, and the people came together, and they protested, and they they went down there and did it, and the government didn't know what to do because they were kind of taken aback that the people actually would show up like this and do this. And it took them three weeks, three weeks and they didn't have anything that they knew what to do. 
And the only thing they could do is say, you guys are a bunch of terrorists. We have to enact this emergency act, which I understand Trudeau just got rid of again. And it worked. Yeah, the people got down there, and it's all over Canada. It's still over, over Canada. Now, the truckers in the U.S. is not spontaneous. This has been... They've notified their enemies of this for weeks, which means their enemies... Those in government, FBI, CIA, NSA, those in the Biden regime, all of that are aware of what they're doing. And not only are they aware of what they're doing, <clears throat> they're aware of their routes that they're going to travel. This is the same government. <clears throat> Forgive me, I got something in my throat here. This is the same government that planned Operation Northwoods. This is the same government that I believe, this is my opinion, I believe they were behind the assassination of JFK. This is the same one that, due to that, led us in to where tens of thousands of our young men were killed into Vietnam. Same government. This is the same government that continually, unconstitutionally spends money, the same FBI that was behind the whole Russian hoax nonsense, the same FBI that was behind uh, the Garland jihadi thing. They gave the green light for that down there in Texas. Same, same FBI involved in the cover-up under Robert Mueller of 9-11, getting rid of all the evidence, shipping it off to none other than China. Same government that lied to us about weapons in Iraq. Same government that lied to us about this lying to us about, I think, what's going on even over here in the, in the other. Uh, Ukraine. Same government that's lied to us about the con bids. Same government that's lied to us about the con bids shot. Same government that appro- is approving more and more things. Uh, we had that from Suzanne Hamner, where... Uh, well, this is, the, this is the story. Moderna and Pfizer are developing more deadly mRNA shots or injections for other illnesses and diseases. Who didn't see that coming? Yeah, because they weren't dealt a blow in dealing with the crime that's been occurring. The tens of thousands of people in this country alone that we know of, the, the ones we know of, who have died after taking this shot. The millions in this country who've had adverse effects in the past 14 months from this shot. Doesn't matter who the manufacturer is. Pfizer's the worst. Moderna's second in that. In killing people. Do they stop it? No. Because they're emboldened to commit the crime all the more. Because nobody brings justice. By the way, this leads me over to what's going on in the UK. Remember we came out with... um, I think it was Mark Steele. Kate had said it too. There was a criminal reference number that was given. Guess what? Guess what they're saying now? Check this out. <clears throat> this is from uh, uncut.substack.com. News Uncut is uh, is the site. This isn't over, says law firm after blasting inadequate Met Police reasoning. Gross misconduct case will not be investigated despite at least 2,000 deaths and 1.4 million injuries. This is in England. And I'll have this up so you can read it. But that, that case is going nowhere. They say, oh, the claims are unsubstantiated, blah, blah, blah. 
I don't want to get off my what I was getting on because I'm going to touch on this in just a minute. But what I was saying about the governments, this is a government over here in England, not our government. This is, a, this is one who sees the crime. They see what it is. They see the numbers. And they said, nothing to see here. No, just keep moving along. It's nothing to see here. Truckers, understand, I'm with you. I am. But the Bible tells us something. And this is what it tells us. We go over to Matthew chapter 10. Let me see if I can blow this up a little bit for you guys. <clears throat> and Jesus is speaking here. And he says, If the house be worthy, let your peace come upon it. He's telling his disciples as he sends them out, um, let your peace come upon it. But if it be not worthy, let your peace return to you. And what's, And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words when ye depart out of that house or city. Shake off the dust off your feet. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for the land of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. Behold, I send you forth as sheep in the midst of wolves. Be ye therefore wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will deliver you up to councils, and they'll scourge you in their synagogues. And you shall be brought before governors and kings for my sake for a testimony against them and the Gentiles. And when they deliver you up, take no thought how or what ye shall speak, for it shall be given you in the same hour what ye shall speak. Now, obviously, he's talking about a specific time period, but he, he warns them. I'm sending you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Now, there's nothing wrong with being a sheep if you're a sheep of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's your shepherd. That, that's fine to be that. But he says here, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. Now, let me ask you a question. How many people, how many wars, battles, whatever is the case, how many of those have been won when the one side gives the enemy, the other side, its plans to attack them weeks in advance? Now, if you're giving disinformation, you're telling them we're going to do it one way and we're really going to do it something else, that's one thing. But how many, how many, I mean, how many people even do that? They don't. The U.S. Trucker Convoy has done that. They have given their enemy, the government, everything they need to set up false flags, to bring provocateurs in the midst of it, and they're going to be there anyway. They're always going to infiltrate. Their, and that's why I say people, as soon as you start hearing that language of the perpetrator, of, excuse me, not the perpetrator, of the provocateur, you need to mark them out and call them out, and everybody needs to point them out and run them out of the group. You do, and you need to video it too, so that it shows you did it. But I spoke with, uh, you know, Bill Evans, truck driver theologian. And it's interesting he had some of the same concerns I had, and and I'm going to share with you some of the things he said that ought to be done. He's a truck driver. He's an oper- he's an owner operator. He owns his own truck, so he's not at the behest of a trucking company. And then last night I spoke with Leah Southwell. You guys remember Leah? She's an American who went to Chile. She saw what they did down there. They were they were turning it into a socialist country. They were getting the people riled up, much like the Black Lives Matter stuff was going on. She said many of the people came in, they were supportive of um, the things that were going on, and then it was going to be used against the people. 
And she said a lot of people from Venezuela were there. And she, they said, we've seen this before, only we were the protesters. We got snookered into being the protesters there, thinking we were doing the right thing, and we were just being tools being used to bring in a new system of government, which was more socialistic. So both, it's interesting, both Leah and Bill, who had not talked to each other, said this, truckers, it looks like what's happening, it's not we're questioning your patriotism, your passion, or any of that. I'm not questioning that at all. So don't anybody misquote me on that. I don't question that. I'm questioning the wisdom of what you're doing. I'll support your protest, I will. But knowing what I know, knowing how these scoundrels work, you're being set up. You're being set up. And here's what both of those people told me. They said, Tim, and Bill said, 9% of the truckers in the U.S. are owner-operators. In other words, they're not tied, they're not driving for a company. They're driving for themselves. He said, Tim, if the truckers really want to make an impact without stepping into the belly of the beast and putting themselves at risk for all this stuff, which is going to be, I'm telling you, it's just going to be just like January 6th. It is. It's going to be like that. He said, all they have to do is park their trucks at home. Put out a statement. We're not working. We're not driving trucks anymore until mandates and all this other stuff are gone. We're just not going to do it. You disarm your enemy because the enemy has nothing to use against you. Now you're not on a route. They can't plant a false flag. They can't show up with trucks full of guns and say, oh, see, these evil people, they wanted to start an insurrection, blah, blah, blah. They can't malign you in the media over it. You're just sitting at home. And those who work for other companies who don't own their trucks, who can't just take that truck anywhere they want to go, can just call in and say, hey, I'm not feeling good today. I'm going to take some sick days off, you know, and... It won't take many days, if, especially if you get over that 9% deal and you start dealing with the truckers who drive for the companies to put that thing down real quick. It won't take, it won't take three weeks. And then you're not giving your enemy any ammunition he can use against you. Any. The, the only reason to go to D.C. is for show. That's it. That, that really is the only reason to go. If you were going to do that protest, honestly, you'd be better off to, if you're going to drive, drive to your state capitol, run around those guys. But I thought it was a brilliant thing, and Leah said the same. I didn't even tell her what Bill said. She said, this would, she said we need to learn guerrilla warfare, and she meant in ideas, not running out there with weapons and trying to kill people. She, she meant it with the ideas. We need to be wise in that, and I agree with her. That's exactly what they need to do. I hope some people will pass this along to some of those guys in that convoy. You know, God bless those guys. They're, they're willing to stand up and do the thing. And I don't sit here and try to figure out their motive. But um, I think they're walking right into a trap. And it seems nobody learned anything from January 6th and what they're going to do. They're going to do it. You say, well, should we be scared? No, I'm saying you should be wise. There's a difference in being wise and being foolish. It is a foolish thing for me to walk in to a cave. I'm just giving an example here off the top of my head. To walk into a cave knowing there's a hundred guys in there with guns and I'm going to go in there with my six-shooter thinking I'm going to make a difference. 
oh, I look big and bad. People are going to applaud me. Oh, you're real patriotic. But I'm not very wise, am I? That's not wise. Wisdom would be for me to go find uh, a bazooka. (laughs) Send an RPG in there. Right? That would be the wise thing if I want to take care of my enemies in a situation like that. Not going there with a six-shooter. Do you see the difference? And I think that's that's the case here. It, it becomes misplaced. I don't I don't even know if I want to say patriotism. It it becomes a it becomes a very foolish idea to do such a thing. You've already told your enemy what you're going to do, where you're going to be, what routes you're going to taking. You're going to be taking. That's just foolish. It really is. So anyway, I say that as a warning in hopes that many of these guys will think about what I just said and said, you know what, that's right, we need to call this back. Let's go home. Let's park our trucks. It doesn't cost us anything to park our trucks. We're not going to waste money in this. We don't have to set up funds that they're going to freeze. And they will. They'll freeze them, just like they did in Canada. I know they're illegal. I know they're wrong. I'm not saying they're right in that. I'm just saying there's wisdom in how you fight, too. There really is. Save your money. Park your trucks at home. And... Let that be your protest. Put out a statement if you want. Get a group of guys in that convoy who will put out video statements. Go online. Do it. Show your trucks parked in your driveway. Whatever you got to do. Now, with that said, while this is going on, there's all kinds of other stuff coming out about these shots. One is out of the Met uh, that we talked about over in London, where now they're saying, oh, well, we don't find anything. We're not going to be investigating this, blah, 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 blah. And it's swept under the rug. Now we're told this. The CDC admits COVID-19 nasal test swabs were used to collect what? (laughs) DNA. They were not a test for COVID. See, I told you this. I told you this months ago. Maybe years because my time goes by so fast. I told you before. I told you this wasn't about testing. This was about getting your DNA. And guess who's getting your DNA? Guess, just guess. China. China is getting your DNA. Now, the obvious question is, is this. Why would China want your DNA? Well, it's very possible that they're developing weapons to use on you, specifically you. That's that should be concerning to people, should be. And I'm seeing these parents. I watched this video And I honestly, there was a part of me that wanted to go smack the mother. I mean, just, I'm just being honest with you, right or wrong. She's got her kid held back in a grip on his head, shoving one of those things up his nose. Like the stick is this long and half of it's up his nose. And he's just screaming. And you ever had something stuck up your nose? You know, you might do something small. My mom used to do that stuff um, when I was little. I remember it. She used to lay me on the bar when I was real. That's how little I was when I'm talking about this. She used to lay me on the bar, my head in the sink, and you got the little water thing. And that's how she she washed my hair as a kid, right? And then afterwards, you know, I'd had, I'd had a bath and this, that, and the other. I don't know why the washing of the hair went in the sink and the bath went. I don't, I don't understand that. Anyway, uh, but that's what it was. 
And then after, she used to take the Q-tip and clean my ears, clean my nose, and had Vaseline on it and stuff. Some of you might remember that. I used to hate that. And that was just on the edge of my nose. I can't imagine something being shoved back almost to my brain. But that's what they're doing. Thinking they're doing something good when they're not. So what's going on in the midst of all this? This is where I'm going to show you some videos. You guys on the Red State Talk Radio, you'll be able to hear what's going on here. This, this lady, I didn't get exactly where the school board was, but boy, she gave it to them. Now, this is the first thing, okay? She gave it to the school board here. Now, here's what I don't understand, parents. You can give it to the school board about mass mandates, the books being in the library that's pushing pornography, LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ agenda. You can you you put up with that. You'll stand up and you'll say something about it, but you don't take your kids out of the school. Why is that? I know you're in here molesting my kids through pornography. I know that you're in here uh, depriving them of oxygen with your mass mandates. I know that you would gladly shoot the poison in their arm without my knowledge. Shame on you. You shouldn't be doing that. Okay, honey, have a good day at school tomorrow. What's the disconnect here? What's the disconnect here? Anyway, what she has to say is good. Take a listen. To you, my daughter has received a lot of jacked up stuff because I, I am her mother. That needs to stop. Because you know what? What you guys done to our kids this past week, not letting girls who are on their period go to the restroom, take away sports, Taking away a fifth grader's Valentine party outside, made her sit at a separate table, is absolutely insane. Taking away things, putting them behind brick walls alone so they don't do this, threatening them. We have recordings of teachers actually saying you're not going to take that test if you don't put a mask on in my class. So refusing them the the actual time to take a test or education, you guys should be ashamed of yourself. That's embarrassing. And let's talk about my daughter. She was on a bus going to a game with a bunch of students and athletes, okay? This is how gross this gets, and I'll speak on her behalf because it's my kid, and and you guys only know the horror stories because how many claims did you get in the past week? Probably over 200, right? They're going to keep coming in. So here's Madison. She comes home, and she goes, Mom, I have a headache. What's going on, babe? Bus driver didn't want to put on the air. Why? Well... The kids didn't have their mask on, she told her coach, because they didn't have their mask on, she won't turn on the air. This is disgusting. Who are we? We're monsters. Monsters. The very fact that you guys sit up there, you knew that, Dr. Enfield, and no one does anything, is monstrous. The very fact that all of you guys can look at these children and not say you did one thing, I'll give up my time. Explain one thing any of you did. I love it that she calls out names. You sent us out. We didn't know anything. We came back and we got stuff done. You blame San Bernardino County. Guess what happened? We went to San Bernardino County. We called them every week since May. We finally sat in their office till they had no choice but to speak to us. And we also submitted tort claims to get their attention for all the damage that was done that you blame them for. Then they put it on public record stating they are not enforcing and they are not requiring you to enforce things. I sat with you, Dr. Enfield, and I asked you, the way you enforce it is your choice. That means you're choosing to hurt our kids. And that means you are in charge and responsible for this abuse. And the rest of you to sit back and watch it 
It's disgusting. These two shouldn't have to be doing damage control. You see what Mr. Cruz did today? He brought pizza for the kid that didn't have pizza at her party. Why does he have to do that? embarrassing and you over there trying to shut me up why because you don't want me to say anything you're gonna call the cops on me too go ahead they know my name and they respect me because they know i'm fighting for our kids you know what shut up shaper and stop over there smirking talking your crap you have no business being on, up there it's embarrassing thank you, thank you. shut up <laughs> yeah i like i love the passion but i gotta tell you mom why do you keep sending your kids there? You know what they're doing. You just said what they're doing. Why don't you take your kid out of the school? Why don't you follow Deuteronomy 6, have God's commands in your hearts, and diligently teach them to your kids yourself? I get frustrated with it. Because it's like, you see what you're putting your kid into. You you call it out, and then the next day you'll send them right back in there. I, I don't... I, I don't know what to say about that. I'm pretty, I'm pretty easygoing, okay? Everybody knows that. I like to ask questions. I understand people are at different places and stuff, but I don't understand where the disconnect is. And that's one thing I like to understand. I've dealt with all kinds of problems in my understanding of certain things by asking a lot of questions. That's how I would come to conclusions because I would get stuck at certain places. I ask, I, I, I don't understand the parents that see the problems in the schools, call them out, they're not corrected, and they keep sending their kids back in there. Somebody said it's because they don't want to give up their <clears throat> babysitter called the school. Well, that may be for some. I don't doubt that's that's true. For some, this is all they've been taught. For some, it's, I can't teach my kids. Yes, you can. Let me take a quick moment here. Yes, you can. Can you learn something? If you can learn something and you know how to learn something, you can teach it to somebody else. You can. How many of you can read? You know, 90% of learning or education is reading. Simply reading. Read to your kids. Grab history books. Real history books. Okay? (laughs) Real ones. Not propaganda. Read the history to them. Ask questions about what's going on. Say, didn't you find that kind of interesting how this worked out? And, And talk about it. Read your Bible to them. Watch some documentaries. Watch some movies and ask some questions. There's nothing wrong with listening to a story and then asking a question that applies to what they've learned and say, well, is that true or is that false? Is that good? Is that evil? What? This is a way you educate. You get them to think. And you can do it. God has given you children. You can do it. Don't tell me you can't do it. You can. Maybe you can't do it full on out you know, right off the bat, at least repent and change your direction, your trajectory of what you're doing in there. You can do it. You really can. I believe in you. And not only do I believe in you, I believe God's commanded it. He's commanded it. They're your kids. They're not the state's kids. And this lady's showing it. This girl, this daughter that she has is not the state's. It. This is her daughter who's been entrusted to her. Take your kids out of these places. 
Take them out. Get together with other families in your community and say, let's start our own school. Each parent will teach a subject, one, you know, one subject a day or whatever. Work together. Get away from this B system. Something else that came out. This is from uh, the premier of Alberta. His name's Jason Kinney. He has rejected Justin Trudeau and Klaus Schwab. That's the guy from the World Economic Forum. The, the Dr. Evil of the world, if you will. Uh, and his entire set of proposals referred to in The Great Reset. Take a listen to what this guy has to say. And so, no, I'm not going to be taking any uh, policy direction from Klaus Schwab or his, his ilk. But, and what I find offensive, look, the so-called Great Reset is not a conspiracy theory. It is an actual set of, propo- of concrete proposals being advocated by some very influential people. And including it's an actual conspiracy. By Prime Minister Trudeau, who clearly alluded to it, referred to it, quoted from it, the Schwab theory, uh, in a speech he gave to the United Nations a couple of months ago. So it's not a conspiracy theory to talk about that. Those are the folks advocating it. And I think it's perfectly legitimate for democratically elected leaders for me to say, heck no, we're not going to exploit or take the... Uh, take advantage of a crisis to uh, advance a political agenda. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're advancing a political agenda based on a crisis that they themselves created. I'm telling you right now, the whole COVID thing is not China. I know we got a lot of money going over there. I know they did all this. I'm telling you, it ain't China. It's our government who put it on us. They're the ones benefiting. The American people aren't benefiting. So why is uh, why is Jason Kenney, why is he saying, I'm not going to go along with these these proposals? He won't call it a conspiracy. I, I wish he would, because that's what it is. Um, well, I won't go along with these proposals of the Great Reset. Why was that an issue? Well, it was an issue because it came up in Parliament. Check this out. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. And I listened to my call. Colleague's speech. I had a constituent that wanted me to ask a question about outside interference to our democracy. Klaus Schwab is the head of the World Economic Forum, and he bragged how his subversive WWF World Economic Forum has quoted infiltrated governments around the world. He said that his organization had penetrated more than half of Canada's cabinet. And I was wondering, in the interest of transparency, could the member please name? Which cabinet ministers are on board with the WEF's agenda? My concern no! is the deputy. Uh, order, order, order. No! I, I know he was. I know the, uh, the member was in a, a really good, good question there, but the the, the audio is really, really bad, and the video is really, really bad as well. Um, and I and I and I apologize. I don't know if if the member. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You, you, you caught me. I, I'm in on it. I, I have to cover for myself and, and everybody else in there. Okay. This is this is part of the, this is part of the problem there. And I apologize. I, I was throwing in some doles in there. Okay. I didn't throw in the other stuff. The applause that was in the video. My apologies. So they're called out for what they're doing. Everything that you're seeing right now is tied with the World Economic Forum. All of this oppression. All of this. Uh, shutting down of the small business, the enlarging of the corporations. And by the way, you, the people, have the responsibility to shut down these corporations. The people used to have a say in that. 
they've forgotten their voice when it comes to corporations. Are they a help to the society or are they a hindrance? They're a hindrance. They're not a help. Well, my job's in that. Well, if all you can think about is your job, you're like the guy from DHS that we interviewed, Florida Ped Chaser, who all he could think about when he was caught was, am I going to lose my job? Am I going to lose my job? Don't tell me I'm going to lose my job. You need to be thinking about losing your liberty. You need to think about your, your children and your grandchildren's liberty and what's going on there. Why? Because they're going after your kids. They're going after your kids. That's what they want. Just like the LGBTQ, RSTV, WXYZ agenda, they want your kids. Why? Because they can't reproduce. And they want your kids. And they want to train up your kids in the way they think they should go rather than the way God says that they should go. And if you're going to go dump them off at the public indoctrination center, they're going to train them that way. This is why you shouldn't be surprised when you do that, that your kids come out of status, socialist, Marxist, communist, fascist, whatever you want to call it. Not American, and certainly not Christian. Listen to what this guy has to say about how they're going after your kids. And I want to end with one more point. There's a reason why they're going after your children. This is the reason. Under EAU, Emergency Use Authorization, Pfizer and Moderna understood that that once the vaccine remains under EAU, they are not liable for the implications and the deaths and the harms from the vaccine once it's under EAU. The issue here is this. If they go ahead and issue full licensure, BLA, they will then be liable for any harms and deaths. So they are okay to hold it under EAU. But the reason why they know that if they went to full licensure, lawyers like Robert Kennedy in the United States will tear them up in a courtroom and sue them for the entire pandemic and destroy them. So what they're doing is they're going after children. Why? Because in the United States, under the CARES and the PREP Act, they are absolved from liability. But in the United States, there's a Childhood Vaccination Act, which states that if a vaccine can be authorized for children, then it absolves the vaccine developer, the CDC and NIH, and all involved from any liability for the rest of time. That includes using that same vaccine for adults. And that is why the push has been to get these vaccines licensed by the FDA, by the Pfizer moving towards the FDA. They need it licensed in your child's for your child because it will absolve them from liability. They cannot get that with the existing vaccine under EAU. They cannot move from EAU. Why? Because the CDC VAERS database, the Euro Vigilance database in Europe, the yellow card system in the UK shows that the vaccine causes massive adverse effects and deaths. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And they are going after your kids with that. And I dealt with one Yahoo on Facebook one time, said, oh, well, Pfizer does have an approved thing. You wanted to fight me over that. And I said, no, he doesn't. There are two distinct named products that they have. They've got an application that's been approved for community. No communities on the U.S. market, as far as I know. And I've called Pfizer to check. I've called my local pharmacies to see, do you guys have community? No, we don't have any. They're supposed to get it to us as soon as they process it or they make it or whatever the case may be. 
And the guy goes, oh, well, see, it says they're the same ingredients. Okay, but they're not the same thing. They're made in different plants. They obviously have a problem with quality control. We saw that with Dr. Carrie Madej when she brought it on and showed each vial is completely different. So they're not even making it the same. They don't have any quality control. They're throwing whatever they want in there. And there's a bunch of stuff. I'll try to remember to put that show up too, just so you see the list of things that Dr. Madej was given that's in there. Many of those things were weaponized. The ingredients in the Pfizer shots. For the kids, not this was for this was the, the vial for the kids, and this leads to some other things. <clears throat> a couple of uh, quick videos I'm going to show you here. This is a quick little montage, uh, and you guys, I'll just cite the numbers on Red State Talk Radio because you won't see it. This is showing what you were told what 14 months ago. This is safe and effective. It's safe and effective. 90-something percent effective. Check out what goes on here. So, you got Fauci saying it's effective. All of this is effective. Yes, they're effective, highly effective. Uh, And then there's all kinds of news headlines that they're highly effective. 100%. Effective. That's what they're saying here. And I can't even read that one. 100% though. That's what they're at now. All these headlines showing 100% effective. The COVID shots. 99% effective. 98, 97, 96.7, 96, 96.6, 95, 94, 93, 92, 91, 90, 89, 88, 87, 86, 85, 84, 83, 82, 81, 80, can't see that one, 78, 77, 76, 75, 74, 73, 72, 71, 70, 69, 68, 67, 66, 65, and it just goes down just a percentage at a time, whittling away at the truth till they get to the truth. 50, 47%, 42, 41, 40, 39, 20%. Then we need boosters, a third shot, all this other stuff. I mean, it's absolutely incredible what they're doing here. And these people are to be trusted? With what? With what? It's just, it's absolutely incredible to see this in real time, isn't it? Now, this is a video montage that's been put up, and they're they're showing it to an audience, and you can hear the audience kind of laughing and chuckling. And I guess there's a means in which it's funny because the lie is so outlandish, it might as well be Wiley Coyote jumping on a you know acne powered syringe, telling you he's going to defeat the Roadrunner. That that's what this is like. And yet they lie with a straight face. With a straight face, they lie. Two real quickly I want to get. This is a story, and I may go over just a little bit, but it won't be long, okay? This is from... This 18-year-old student headed straight to a vaccination center on Tuesday. She woke up to an expired vaccine pass after not getting a booster shot in time. There are too many rules coming out. 
first, it was after six months that we could get a booster. So I told myself, okay, I have time. Then it was shortened to three months. It was a mess. There are some people, though, who still believe a third jab is one too many. It's sad, but that's how it is. I don't have the right to do anything anymore, so I'm not even trying. I hope the pass is suspended soon. Okay, they're hoping the pass is suspended. Why? They were told, you get the shots, you go back to normal. Isn't that what they told them? But no, they still got these stupid face masks on that don't work, that deprive them of oxygen and allows them to breathe in their own waste. And now that they got the shots, now that they have the vaccine passport, government says, okay, you weren't supposed to have one for eight months, and let's make it after three months. And all of a sudden, your vaccine passport's revoked until you go get it. These people are liars. They're like their daddy, the devil. Every single one of them are. I don't care if they tell you they're a Christian. I don't care if they hold up their Bible. I don't care if they go to church every Sunday. I don't care what kind of snickering, smiley, syrupy, serpenty kind of smile they have on their face. They're their father, the devil, doing this stuff. There's no question in my mind that's what they're doing. Oh, and for our UK friends, you'll like this little report here. Just want to show you something. This is the Queen of England, right? Now, you're not going to hear the report here because it's so low, and I apologize, but I'll have the video up, so if you want to follow it a little further, you can. But this is a report on the treating the, treating the Queen of England. Now, I want you to notice something here that you've been told uh, that happens. Here it is. All right, so this is what they're treating the Queen of England with. What were you told about ivermectin? Oh, it doesn't work. It's a horse dewormer. It's, you know, whatever. You're a cult. You're a quack. You're a mad scientist if you take that stuff. This is what they're treating the Queen of England with. Stromectol. What does it have in it? Four tablets, each containing three milligrams of what? What, what is that thing? Ivermectin. I'm sure they didn't catch that when they did a current affair report here. I'm, I'm sure they didn't, didn't really catch that. The point in all of this is your enemy... <clears throat> is creeping around like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. Well, that can be in the temptation to sin. It can also be in the destruction that's happening through these shots and the deception that's going on there because he wants to kill too, not just steal, not just deceive. He wants to kill you. And the Bible says that we're to be what again? Wise as serpents. We're to be sober-minded. We're to be alert. We're not ignorant of his devices, and therefore we put on the full armor of God. Why? So that we can withstand the fiery darts of the evil one. Friends, I I have all of this on here. I present all of this for you so that you can see what's being done. Many of you see it before I do. You're you're a smart bunch. I want to just throw this out real quick. Bethany ARP Church on YouTube. Some people have asked me for Bible study materials. This is my pastor. This is where I go. I highly recommend it. Check it out. I'll have it in the links. Catch Bradley at 3 p.m. We'll see you in the morning at 6 a.m. Adios.